Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Anani TBR podcast. This episode is a solo episode where you just meet and I would love to talk about the nanny slash governess trope. What, which ones I have enjoyed, why I think they work, and what I would like to see more of. Thank you for joining For this episode, I would like to talk about something that I am very involved in myself. In fact, I'm going to be talking about the governess slash nanny type trope while actually I'm recording this. The two little girls that I'm watching for right now are sleeping. So, I mean, irony is not lost on me. So, I mean... I have read so many books that I know have had this. Some stand out and linger in my memory more than others, but I know that there are a ton of books that I know I'm missing, books that I've forgotten the titles, shorter books, novellas, that have this type of trope. And I find it actually quite interesting where one of the main characters is a child caregiver, is you have a unique situation for a chance to really explore a different angle on like, and I feel why it works, is forced proximity. Especially in a situation where you have one person that could be an employee of the family. I mean, these are all romances that I'm going to be talking about. Surprise, surprise. But it is interesting because it's like you get to see what some that somebody could come from a very different background have a very different upbringing and then to be inside a home working with the children of a of a family that has a totally different way of doing family and i remember when i was in college taking a child development course i thought that the teacher did a very um, interesting thing she described each family's dynamics, rituals, routines, and habits as their own type of culture. And I know we think of culture more as people who are spread out coming from, you know, different geographical areas or backgrounds. But really, if you think of it, even bedtime, bath time, story time, meal time from each family is so different that I like to see that. I really like seeing that explored through fiction because it's just very entertaining to me and it always gets me that type of story. So there are a few that I definitely want to talk about and if you've been with me any amount of time, if you followed my bookstagram page, none of these will probably be a surprise for you. Um, Generally when we're speaking governesses, the majority of the books are in the historical setting. For some reason, you just don't find as many contemporary, except for a handful of books that I've read where it's a rancher or something like that with a kid taking care of on a ranch. But even those are very few and far between. So most of these will be historical. Um, one of my top favorite all-time ones, even some that I glean inspiration from is Adelaide from Head in the Clouds. I absolutely loved this book. It also blends over to A Marriage of Convenience 
And I mean, you've probably all read it. So I'm just probably telling you something you already know. But Head in the Clouds is one of my favorite Karen Widmeyer. That was the one that got me hooked on her books. And I feel like for one of those reasons, I was a nanny when in my very first job when I read that. And I just loved how Adelaide really focused on the child and paid attention to the child's needs. So even in uh, fiction, even in a romance, that book I felt never dropped the ball in exploring the child's individual needs, which I feel is another big part of when these books work. They don't use the child as simply a ploy or a little side piece or an accessory to the story. They are a big part of the story itself and their character, their issues, their struggle, their journey is important to the main characters. And I feel like that really was the case in Head in the Clouds. That child had gone through a severe trauma where that nanny needed to be, that governess needed to be paying attention to her needs and having that individual specialized care I really gained inspiration from that. And I feel like that's another big part of when fiction can inspire you in real life, that's just an extra bonus. So yes, always, always, always going to recommend Head in the Clouds. And it was fun. I mean, even though there were serious things going on, it was a fun read. Humorous moments. I just loved it. Read it a few times and always a good one. Um, another one that I feel was pretty good is, I think this was the first Julie Clazen that I read, and that is The Silent Governess. I believe it is her debut novel, if I'm not mistaken. And this one was a really, it's a Regency era. I feel like it was her best one. It's at least my favorite one, maybe again because of the governess angle. But also you have a really interesting multi-layered mystery going on with that. You have um, you have a little bit of the governess angle, and I feel like the characters were all fleshed out really good, and it has quite a twist at the end of who is all behind what. And I really enjoyed how the mystery angle, and there's a little bit of suspense to it in Regency, because anytime there's suspense in the Regency, I find it more readable for some reason. And so Silent Governess was definitely one of those. One that I feel is another book that I just, again, it was humorous. I really loved it. It was my favorite, probably my favorite of this author is In Good Company by Jen Toronto. Jen Toronto's books are when you need a light, funny, not too serious kind of read. Just, I mean, in some of their things, they're almost a little slapstick in their humor, but they're meant to be taken that way. They're meant to be taken as a light, fun read. And I feel like that really works. It reminds me a little bit of Mary Keneally's earlier reads where she did Western. Um, Jen Toronto does kind of like, I believe they're all Victorian or that era, maybe like late Regency. So, no, I think they all are Victorian. Anyway, 
In Good Company, it was so fun because you have a little bit of the two main characters, the heroine who plays the governess and the hero who is a guardian of three children that he does not want to have. So you have like actually a little bit of animosity and you know my penchant for enemies to lovers. It's probably one of the reasons that I love that. But they do not get along. They do not see eye to eye on the kids at all. And you have a little bit of mystery going on. And you have, I think, a really good character arc for both of the main characters of where they go, how they mature, and where they see themselves in the world and their value. So I really enjoy that one. Again, it was fun. It had some really humorous moments with the kids. And again, it had a governess that these kids aren't just a burden that they need to be taken care of. They are really a big part of the story. They're, they put them in funny situations. And I mean, if you work with kids or if you have kids, you know kids don't have the filters or the manner or the reserve that us adults have had to grow into. So they will say the first thing that comes to their mind or blurt out what they think or what they see, which is abs can absolutely lead to some really funny situations, which that's what I like because I actually feel like that's really right on. And I feel like the entertaining situations and dialogue too. I mean, if you have a conversation with a kid, you got to be able to bounce and it's just funny. I mean, there's one little scene where the governess is walking around and she's questioned on to where her children are, the children under her care. And she just like easily says, oh yes, they're tied up in the nursery. <laughs> I just think, oh my goodness. And then so it's like, but it's actually a lesson that she's teaching them. If they're ever kidnapped and tied up, how do you get out? I don't know, maybe I have a warped sense of humor, but it was just a really funny situation. And again, it's not supposed to be taken seriously. It's just funny. And it really works in the story. So that's always the, the fun part of those books. Um, with a little bit on this ser more serious side and deviating a little bit from having the children as a main focus with this pledge by Tamara Alexander. Um, when I was looking back through my reading log and I came across this one, it was like, oh my goodness, that was a really great one because I feel like I give a really good insight into, and also when you think in historical sense with the governess, it was kind of an interesting social position because they're not on the same level as like a family or a family friend, but they also aren't as low as in like the hierarchy as your maids or cooks. So they're kind of in an isolated class in themselves. And it is just interesting to see that explored in fiction. And in with this pledge, you have a governess who is an abolitionist in the middle of the Civil War on a plantation taking care of children for a Southern plantation owner. And very interesting conversations happen in this book between the main characters and this plantation was actually, in a true story, used as a battlefield hospital 
for one of the Civil War battles. So you get to see, I feel like really interesting conversations that they don't, I love how Tamara Alexandra doesn't paint characters who are like automatically vilified and cast out, especially in the modern setting, when we look back at history, it really goes to explore that, hey, these were people, flawed people, people that could have a chance to grow, have a chance to change in their time. And I love how she did that. She makes the people feel real. And she really made these people. And I know I've talked about this book before, but that one was a really cool look. So she's a governess, but she's also pulled in to be a temporary battlefield nurse, juggling that with some of the dynamic of where she is in the family situations. I thought that was a really interesting take. And it's based on actual characters. So that makes it even more interesting to me because I'm a nerd. But speaking of wartime, I was it last late last year, I reread Falcon and the Sparrow by Mary Lou Tyndall. And that one has a really interesting thing. I don't think it's based on a true story, but it's very entertaining. It's a wartime during the Neapolitan Wars. And it's about a woman who is sent undercover as a governess to a sea captain in order to get information for what she needs to do. I don't want to give too much away. But I really enjoy this because, again, you have that people from two different perspectives in a wartime, the enemies or opposition to lover's trope. There's like a little bit of espionage. There's a little bit of mystery. There's a little bit of that. Where do you really fit in the class of the time? It's got a little bit of that hidden identities, just a little like a smidgen of that, which leads all to some very interesting circumstances. And I really enjoy that. I really enjoy how that, how that one was, because also as a caregiver, sometimes you will see things or do things that are different a little bit than the parent. You're bringing a different dynamic. In a sense, you're bringing your own culture. So it's kind of neat to see um, characters talk out care of the child, differences on techniques and parenting techniques with each other. I, I really like that part too. And that is one conversation that is had in that book. And it's a Mary Lou Tyndall. So there's like sword fights and adventure and espionage and ships and all the things I love. So that along with the governess trope is definitely cool in my opinion. Now, on to like more contemporary nannies. This one was much harder to find. The one that actually has stuck out the most has been Honeysuckle Dreams by Denise Hunter. And this actually is another book that merges into A Marriage of Convenience. But she starts out, actually, the heroine starts out as taking care of the child for a single father. So that's something that I really like seeing is in the contemporary setting, 
childcare. Like we, we aren't getting a lot of people who are involved in childcare in fiction. And maybe it's egocentric of me to want that a little bit more. I like seeing somebody. I think people though like seeing their profession, what they do, their passions in fiction played out. I think that that's a big part of we like to see characters with similar interests and similar passions in fiction. So, I mean, there's a few other Sarah. Ladd has one. Uh, Carrie Taransky, I think that's how you say her name, has one. But these are the few that have really made an impact on me with how they're blended, how they're constructed, and how the story plays out. Now, if I were to have a wish list of a little bit different vibe in this trope, this is what I would pick. I would absolutely love to see historical and contemporary, maybe especially contemporary, because I feel like you could really work the suspense twist on this, but I think it would be super fun to have contemporary with uh, Nanny slash, and then, or the love interest is not the parent. I would love to see a situation where the love interest or the hero is like a bodyguard or some other person connected to the family in a way that's if they're not the guardian and they're not the parent, but somehow they're forced together in the situation having to both care for the children, different perspectives maybe. So you could have a lot of that like rivalry. I think it would be super fun if there was like uh, like a high executive or maybe even like a foreign dignitary where they need their child both cared for a kidnapping threat and they also have a nanny there to care for them in the day-to-day life. I think that that could be super fun because I could just imagine the fights between the bodyguard security agent wanting to keep everything safe, keep everybody like locked in the house up in surveillance 24-7. And also, how do you balance the emotional well-being of a child who needs to be outside, needs to play, needs to experience things outside? How do you find that balance between that? And I just think that, that could be some fun conversations, some fun situations, and it could be like really suspenseful too. Um, I think a lot of this desire of this is when people think of nanny governess t like favorite movies, TV shows, they're probably thinking along the lines of Sound of Music with Julie Andrews or Mary Poppins. Me, I have always found a bit of my inspiration to be a really awesome great nanny from Man on Fire. Denzel Washington, The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. I really love stories that really delve into you watch after those children as if they are your own. And safety is one of my big concerns all the time with the children that I care for. And I feel like it's not always just having it fun, but you have to be safe too. And I'm a stickler when it comes to safety with the kids that I care for. 
and I love the suspense genre, so maybe that plays into it a little bit, but each one of those characters in those two movies, uh, Man on Fire and The Pacifier, they're characters that move from not being involved with like a lot of kids, and you really see them grow and attach to and willing to do just about anything to make sure that those children are safe because they now mean something to them. And I love that character arc. And that's, I think, why I love those movies. And that's why I think could be really fun to see in some books. So let me know what you think. What do you feel is kind of like an underrated relationship trope that you would like to see more of? I'd love to hear what you your thoughts are.